This is the Mental Health Movement Podcast, Voice for the Voiceless, a weekly podcast hosted by Chris Milson, a podcast to help break the stigma of mental health and to remind everyone that it is okay to be not okay, and to remind those that they are never alone. Please also note that Chris is not a psychologist or psychiatrist and is speaking from research and experiences. Trigger warning for those for the possible explicit content and language. Good morning, warriors, and welcome to episode five of the Mental Health Movement podcast, Voice for the Voiceless. I'm your host, Chris, and I just want to start off this podcast by saying thank you guys so much for your support. Uh, I have officially broken 150 listeners, and I've gone from the UK to Poland uh, to Germany. It's pretty crazy. Um, We're getting international listeners now, and I just... Again, forever grateful for every single one of you guys, and thank you so much for your support. Today's podcast is going to be on accountability, and I figured before we get our special guest in our next podcast, what better topic to talk about than accountability? Before we get into all that, um, I just want to acknowledge that tomorrow on March 29th, when this drops, is going to start World Autism Awareness Week. And that falls from the 29th to the 3rd. Um, They usually do like special fundraisers or maybe like a 5K marathon uh, to donate towards um, autism research. Um, And of course, the month of April is for autism awareness. So show your support uh, either during that week or during the month and wear blue. Blue is the color for autism. And if you can donate to some of these organizations trying to help Uh, These very deserving kids, uh, you know, that would be absolutely incredible. Um, But again, thank you guys so much for listening. And let's get into today's topic because it's a big one for me. Um, I've always felt like, you know, the almost 30 years that I've been alive, uh, most of my life has been trying to survive. And now that I've gotten into the journey of healing, It's been hard to hold myself accountable for the things that I don't want to say are wrong in my life, but the things that could improve in my life. So by that, I mean, you know, uh, either trying to lose weight or trying to find a better career path for myself, you know, whatever it may be. I've always found it really hard to hold myself accountable. And the, the problem with mental illness is you are tricked into thinking things about yourself that aren't true. You know, uh, I, I love to use the affirmation, you are better than your thoughts, because it's true. Um, you know, whatever, whatever those voices that you're hearing inside of your head, um, you know, you're, you're better than those negative thoughts. You're better than the demons that have to constantly sit on your shoulder and wait for something to go wrong in your life. Uh, you know, and I, and I just feel when you acknowledge the fact that you have those certain struggles in your life, don't use it as a crutch. You know, obviously, I'm not saying depression is something you can flick on and off as a, on a switch because obviously that's anything but the truth. But the fact of the matter is, is when you are depressed and you're seeking resources or you're seeking somebody to, uh, to vent to, you know, if you're not interested in therapy, uh, let's just say, 
and you vent to somebody. Now, there's either the type of person who listens just to respond to you, or there's the person that tries to understand what you're going through and tries to give you the direction to go. Thus, me creating the mental health movement um, group on Facebook. You know, obviously, not all of us, we might have maybe one or two licensed therapists in there um, that could give you, uh, you know, actual tools to help you. But if you're the type of person that just wants to vent to vent, um, you know, you fall under that that lovely buzzword that I mentioned a couple of podcasts ago of toxic victimhood, where you just want to, you just want to vent and you don't want to help yourself. So you're not holding yourself accountable. I wrote down this quote um, that I looked up last night and I thought it was something that it would be nice to include in this podcast. So I'm going to read it to you guys. When you expect happiness to come from the system, you have less reason to take the steps that would trigger it. So basically what that means is you're you're going to therapy and you know you, you take medicine or whatever it is. And it's basically your way of avoiding whatever struggles you're having in life. And you want somebody to tell you, oh yeah, you're right, you're right. That's so messed up. That's happening to you. And you need that person to hold you accountable, but you also need that person to hold you, uh, but you also need to be the person to hold yourself accountable. I don't want to say we're 100% responsible for everything that goes on in our life, but in order to be happy, you know, we have to do the things that make us happy. We have to make the essential changes in our life that could, you know, possibly change the trajectory of our future. And by doing that, you know, it could lead to happiness. It could lead to, um, you know, a better relationship with your parents or a better relationship with your spouse, whoever it is. So if you take responsibility for your own actions and your own behaviors, that's one step closer to unlocking something inside of you that could change your whole life, that could just change your whole perspective on life. If you lash out on people trying to help you or you just you know don't take the advice that you're asking for and again that falls under toxic victimhood and you basically just want to be that person that everybody always feels sorry for and being the type of person myself that will do whatever it takes to make sure somebody gets the help that they need and or deserve um it's I struggle with trying to hold those people accountable for the decisions they make in their life because I I want everybody to be happy. You know, I want everybody to, you know, forget about their problems and be happy, have fun, spend money, whatever it is that makes you happy. And the reality is, guys, if you don't hold yourself accountable for your own actions and behaviors, nobody else is going to do it for you. Like the old saying goes, you can lead a horse to the water, but you can't force it to drink. And that pretty much falls under the same category as um, holding yourself accountable. Um, you you can't constantly eat bad food and then expect not to you know, become unhealthy and gain weight. You can't expect things to be given to you. And unfortunately, a lot of people have to learn that the hard way is, you know, the people that were born into into money, for instance. A, a lot of those people 
a lot of those kids that grow up with money don't really know. I don't want to say all of them. A, a lot of them are born into not knowing what hard work is and not knowing what struggles are. And then they become helpless, which, you know, the absence of accountability for them spending too much money on something because that money never runs out, or at least that's how they were raised. It's, it's hard to understand that there is consequences to all actions, whether it's positive and whether it's negative. So that brings me to the next point. Um, you are the best person to understand your struggles, um, your struggles and agency. And success is nearly impossible to achieve if you do not accept responsibility for your decisions. And, you know, there's a lot of career paths that one could chase, obviously. And some jobs are a lot harder than others. And a lot of, you know, corporation jobs, retail jobs, unfortunately, you have to play the game it takes to get to to where you want to be. And that's if you want to be there. You know, most people just take a job because it pays the bills and, you know, it gives you that false sense of security. But if you are the type of person that complains about your job every day and you hate your boss, you hate your schedule, you can't ever go out, you can't party, you know, whatever it is, you can make that change. You know, put your application out on on Indeed, you know, talk to other friends that you know that can leads you to a better career path. I mean, you could even go to the colleges and see what career path they think is, you know, fit for you. You know, there's trade schools. There's, there's a lot of options guys. And I know for me, it's really hard to get myself in the right career path because mental health is what I want to do. And unfortunately, you know, life hasn't been kind to many of us and things just don't work out in the sense of uh, a school environment. So I'm doing the next best thing for the mental health um, environment. And that's doing this podcast. That's helping admin that Facebook page that I made. And I'm very proud of the fact that I was able to accomplish both of these things. We have just about 1,321 members, I believe. We are worldwide. And this podcast is branching out to international territory as well. So when you have the voice for so many that struggle speaking up, you know, it's it's a feel it's it's a good feeling that you know I can speak for so many that were told to be silent, that were told to not talk about the things that they're struggling with. And that brings me to self-awareness about your decisions or make in making the power and the consequent and knowing the consequences of your actions. Um, Self-awareness is probably one of the most important traits I feel like in any human being. If you can acknowledge that you're being a toxic person, if you can acknowledge that maybe you're the one that's the problem in the relationship or maybe you just don't have a filter and one of those people that are massively blunt. But if you can acknowledge that, if you have the self-awareness of the type of person that you are, what sets you off, what things you know you're good at, um, you know, you can capitalize on all those strengths and you can also improve those flaws to where they don't have to all be flaws. 
we're all flawed as human beings in one way or another, whether it's having a, a, a bad tone whenever you talk to people and you just can't help it, or you feel like uh, you always have to be right about something, you know, again, self-awareness is one of the most important parts of accountability. And it, it leads you to a much more positive path in terms of healing. Cause I, I like to think is every topic that mental health falls under and every single um, positive that there is to all these topics is that there's always a path to heal. There's always room for improvement and accountability and self-awareness and the things that I mentioned before, it, it can lead you to so many different paths that are also very positive. And while it may not seem like it at first, you know, throw out a couple applications and nothing bites. It's perfectly fine. You're trying. Accountability is all about trying your best. Accountability is all about acknowledging the fact that you could do better than what you're doing right now. So one of the most common um, traits of a person who does not have a sense of accountability is denial and deception. And they're both common signs of the absence of accountability or refusals, refusal to accept their mistakes and correct them. Um, again, it falls under what I was saying earlier of you always have to be right or you always have to you always have to be the good guy in every story, regardless of what happened. You always have to make everybody else to to blame instead of being accountable and be like, wow, maybe this is my fault. Or you acknowledge that you had a hand in said situation or you got fired from a job and you blame it fully on your boss and not yourself. And I, I love to think that the people who don't have accountability or self-awareness, I feel like that would also follow under a narcissistic person too, because Growing up with narcissists in the household that I grew up in, um, there was always a lack of uh, self-awareness of the things that they were they said to me. Or, you know, even when you prove that person to be wrong, um, and you were right, you you have to you have to sacrifice that piece of you that knows that you're right just to keep the peace in the house. And it sucks because. That's the mo probably one of the most unhealthiest ways to live your life is to not be 100% with everybody. And, you know, of course, there's always that white line to, you know, protect your peace or whatever it is. You know, somebody you just don't get along with and you don't want to be around them. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're not 100% on how you feel or 100% with a person that's pursuing a relationship with you, and you try to make them to be out the bad guy when things go south. And again, guys, it's accountability. And I'm probably going to say that word a million more times in this podcast. And I, I just want to stress that message to you guys because it's one of those things that I know I lack in certain parts of my life. And I know there's plenty of others that probably feel the same. So let's talk about the positives of holding yourself accountable. You can evaluate the, the quality of your work. And by that, I mean, you can see progress in everything that you're doing. 
whether it's one step, whether it's two steps, whether it's a million steps, there's always progress to be found in every step that we take. Um, for me, the biggest step I ever took was leave a toxic environment, move out of the state, and come back to where I felt like I could have that support. That was a baby step for me. A lot of people saw it as a big step. For me, mentally, it kind of felt like a step back, but also maybe a baby step forward as well. Because I look at myself now and can honestly say I'm mentally in a better place than I've been my entire life. And obviously 30 years, I'm fairly young still. And I've gone through too much at the age that I'm at now. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with how I grew up. It's It taught me lessons that I would have probably learned later on in life anyway. And, you know, honestly, it sucks that I had to learn it at such a young age, but, you know, it molded me to the person that I am. Again, evaluating the quality of my work. Found a therapist. She is terrific. And I have this mental health group. I have cut ties to certain people in the family that just drained the life out of me. Uh, same with friends. And I've created my own family with, with my friends. You know, we have yearly events. Uh, we, we do a lot of things together and keep traditions alive. And evaluating the quality of your work. Just progress, 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 progress. And it's probably the biggest part of accountability is... Without accountability, without self-awareness, there is going to be no progress in your work. You can support the efforts of other people when you start holding yourself accountable. So if you're working out of the gym with a friend who is just starting out and you've been there for six, seven months and you notice that they're improving but at a slower pace than what you did, you can start showing support for that person and be like, wow, you're doing a really good job and maybe you can start suggesting things or in my situation with therapy for me. And I've seen people that are starting out in therapy. I, my favorite thing in the world to, to share with people is with therapy, you control the pace of all of your sessions. You don't have to talk about things you don't want to talk about. You don't have to, jump right to the most traumatizing story of your life. You know, you can get a feel out for that therapist. And again, I've held myself accountable on the fact that I needed to get uh, assistance for my mental health. While I'm still healing and every session that I have, I don't even call it therapy sessions. I call them healing sessions because that's what they feel like. It slowly closes that hole in my heart from when I was a kid and I honor my my inner child. And I saw a quote that said that to honor your inner child. And I'm not going to lie. It kind of made me cry a little bit because my inner child is severely bruised. My inner child is, you know, has suffered a lot of drama, but I am slowly making a peace with that inner child, with the decisions that I make. Well, moving out on my own for the first time was humongous for me. And now I'm going on two years, I'm living by myself, and it's fantastic. So self-confidence. Oh, man. Having self-confidence with anything, whether it's talking about uh, 
progress that you're making in life, whether it's talking about your physical appearance, your mental capability, whatever it is. Self-confidence is probably the biggest part of holding yourself accountable because once you start gaining that self-confidence, you start improving the quality of your life. And I don't want to sound like an infomercial (laughs) or anything, but you start improving the quality of your life. And there's, there's certain parts that parts of me, I'm still not very confident about, but I'm getting there. You know, again, every session is, is a new lesson for myself. Uh, there, there's always a new lesson to be, to be had with every healing session that I have with every conversation that I have with people. (laughs) And then you can learn more important knowledge. I love learning new things, whether it's reading something in a book, whether it's a simple quote, um, whether it's a story about one of my friends that I had no idea about. I love learning. (laughs) Excuse me. And it's one of those things where if you're open-minded enough and you acknowledge the fact that, hey, maybe you can research something that you're struggling with a little bit more, holding yourself accountable, uh, holding yourself to the point of, hey, maybe I should look into this instead of judging what this person is going through. Um, Whether it's uh, something to do with school, whether it's something to do with a world event, you know, hold yourself accountable instead of jumping right to judgment, which I know a lot of us do. Why don't we instead just try and understand things instead of jumping right to our uh, instincts of judgment, because I know everybody does it in one way or another. I've probably been judged more times than I care to think about, whether it's my appearance, whether it's how I carry myself, whatever. I know I've been judged. I've been judged to my face. I've been judged behind my back. And most of those people who judge either aren't informed enough of what they're judging or they're just a hateful person. And that's just them not holding themselves accountable for the hate that they carry. And it's unfortunate that we live in a society where people like that still exist. But if you don't break a toxic cycle, guys, it's never going to change. Things are never going to get better until you hold yourself accountable for your behaviors and how you treat other people. And that goes for any any person at any level in their life, whether you're a millionaire, whether you're in the middle class, whether you're in the not so middle class, you know, it's everybody holds themselves accountable to an extent. And and I feel I feel like the more people that's that do that, the quality of life can improve. But anyway, enough rambling about about that part. Um, so here's some different ways how to hold yourself accountable. So you can adjust your mindset. Now, when I say that, I kind of feel like it comes off as being dismissive of what somebody's going through, but also at the same time, it is a good way to to clear unhealthy thoughts out of your out of your head. If you tell yourself ten times a day you can't do something, or that you won't do something, nine times out of ten, guys, you're probably not going to do that thing. But if you wake up and look at yourself in the mirror once a day, twice a day, whatever, 
and tell yourself you're going to do something, you start believing yourself and you can start changing how your mind thinks about uh, whatever you're struggling with. And I know it's so hard, so hard, even for me, because I hate when people say it to me. Focus on the positive aspects of your life. And you can empower yourself, you know, make a journal entry, uh, do daily affirmations or do a daily song, create playlists. You know, there's there's so many different ways to shift how your brain thinks. And those few things could definitely help. I strongly suggest the, the journal entries are great. The daily affirmations are probably the one I would lean on. Because I just feel there's so many, so many people that that lean on that negativity in their life, and again, I'll, I'll bring in that buzzword toxic victimhood, where they say they want the help, they vent, they tell you a story about what's going on in their life. You suggest, hey, okay, instead of doing this, how about you do this? You know, there's so and so that I talked to, and they helped me a lot. Maybe it could help you. And then they just kind of go back a couple days later and they talk about the same exact thing. And again, it keeps repeating, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. And that's because society likes to empower that negative mindset. And I, I feel like so many people thrive on that negativity that, you know, when you're being positive, I feel like, a lot of people don't pay as much attention to the quote unquote strong people. And instead they, they give the attention to the negative people and kind of feed into that. Wow. I just got fired today. F my boss. Oh my God, that's terrible. I can't believe they did that to you. And instead you could approach it as, you know, what happened? You know, did you get fired for stealing? Did you show up late to work so many times? And holding yourself accountable helps you in so many different aspects of your life, guys. And I feel society thrives on that negativity. And it's so hard to kind of slap that into somebody's head and be like, listen, like you're dealing with this in an unhealthy manner. Talking about your problems, please to share with me your soul. Share with me what you're going through. I will do the very best that I can as another human being to help you. But if you don't accept that help, and nobody's forcing you to accept that help, you can stay in that mindset. And if it makes you feel better, stay in that mindset. But if you don't acknowledge that you're doing this, it's never going to get better. And there's always, 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 always a chance for things to get better, guys. And it's up to us to hold each other accountable for things that we say and do. And a lot of people either don't want to offend somebody. They don't want to, you know, walk on eggshells. I mean, they want to walk on eggshells and not hurt somebody's feelings. But honestly, guys, sometimes you just need to be like, listen, like, I'm sorry you're going through this. But if you don't change this, or you don't cut this person out of your life, you know, you don't stop talking, whatever. If you don't listen to the suggestions that that person is making, you're just going to keep going through those muddy waters. No nothing is ever going to improve until 
you look at yourself in the mirror and be like, am I doing all that I can to take care of me? And that falls under self-care. Self-care is humongous in any aspect of mental health. You know, whether it's my last episode, that was a pretty heavy hitter. Um, You know, whether it's talking about boundaries, guys, self-care is important in every single aspect of the mental health topics that I want to bring up to you guys. And it's probably something I'll mention every podcast moving forward because self-care is something that you should practice in every aspect of your life. If somebody's treating you like garbage, okay, either stop talking to them or kind of distance yourself and set that boundary. All right, let's talk about the next thing that you could do to hold yourself accountable. So I kind of wrote these together just because they all kind of fall under the same category. Um, Set a timeline for yourself. Now, what that can mean is you set a long-term goal for yourself. uh, You know, make an agreement with yourself that you're going to accomplish this goal. You know, that's whether that that big goal is to get a promotion or your long-term goal could be, you know, buy this car, buy this house, quit this job and start another one, whatever it is. You can start with smaller goals to get to that long-term goal. You know, okay, to earn this promotion, I need to show up on time. I need to take maybe a couple extra shifts, uh, start shadowing other people for the position that I want, you know, whatever it is. There's so many different ways that you can set those long-term goals. You know, you can put aside $50 every single week and, you know, maybe by the end of next summer, you can have this car, you know, whatever, you know, I know it sounds silly. I'm just trying to, trying to think of different ways you can set long-term goals as examples for you guys. But, you know, there's so many different goals that so many different people have. I'm like, Oh, I want to be rich. I want to do this. I want to move. And it's like, okay, there's nothing wrong with wanting a better life. Now, there is, however, a problem with if you don't want to work for it. Because like I mentioned before, nothing is going to just come to you. You know, nothing in life is given to us. All the best things in our life are are earned, you know. And, you know, whether that's a relationship, whether that's a, a family that's happy, you know, whatever it is. You earn every single day. And I actually heard that quote for the first time from one of my heroes. And I know this might sound funny to some, but uh, 30 years old that I'm not afraid to admit who my heroes are anymore. But John Cena said that he earns every single day and he earns respect, you know, whatever he has to do to get where he does and is one of the most hardworking people and uh, in the industry. And I respect him very much for, for that simple fact. Um, now, moving moving on from that topic, um, you know, mental health could be super tricky when it comes to setting goals. Now, for a long-term goal, you could be like, okay, I want to be here mentally in six months. What do I need to do to get there? And how do I need to do it? So your first couple of steps could be, You know, uh, if you're interested in therapy, because I'll stress this every single time, guys, therapy is not for everybody. Um, A lot of people have a hard time looking at themselves in the mirror or just have a lot of trauma. They don't want to 
reindulge in, and that's fine. Um, there's nothing wrong with not wanting to do therapy. But that's one small-term goal that you can start if you're interested. And if not, then you know you could uh, start getting eight hours of sleep, start improving your diet, uh, start exercising, um, cut down on TV for you know uh, an hour less than what you usually do, or try reading more books. You know, there's there's so many different ways to improve your mental health that so many people just aren't aware of. Um, you know, self-care. Self-care is super big on your mental health. Um, you know, you could always make a playlist for yourself and journal and whatever you need to do to clear your head. Um, make a vision board for yourself. I, I've personally never used a vision board before. And I actually know a couple of people that have vision boards and said that it works for them. You know, you can put little pictures up on your long-term goal and little quotes on that vision board to, to help you keep moving forward. Uh, I think vision board vision boards are very intriguing to me because it's amazing that some people can visually look at what their long-term goal is. And then there's people like me who overthink the long-term goals and just kind of find myself in four different paths and not even realizing it. Um, but vision boards could help you stay organized, you know, uh, making little data sheets for yourself, you know, uh, for the UIT tech savvy people. Um, you know, you could always create yourself some lists or, you know, set some reminders on your phone. Like, Hey, this day I'm not going to watch TV or this day I'm going to make sure I run 30 minutes, you know, whatever it is, guys, it's that long-term goal is possible. Regardless of what anybody tells you guys, those long-term goals are possible. And, it's up to us to make sure that that we can get to that long-term goal. And I know the road is rocky. I know I know it's rough getting to the point in life where you want to be. But without accountability, guys, you can't we can't get to that path without without more struggling. And the more struggling that you go through, uh, you know, a lot of people give up and just kind of settle for where their life is at. And I've seen so many people in abusive relationships that just think that's what they deserve because they gave up on their dreams. And it's sad. You know, I, I've witnessed my parents, uh, you know, kind of fall under um, giving up on the things that they wanted to do because, you know, whatever um, that's neither here nor there. Um, I just, it's heartbreaking to see people give up and not, try harder but i understand how hard that fight is but if we hold each other accountable for the things that we need to stop doing that's the best first step that we can take towards any kind of happiness um you can uh you know create some create some lists for physical activity you know uh for those workout people i know some of you guys have have a list on every single day of what you'd like to work on. And, you know, for somebody like me who's starting out, start out small. I'd be like, okay, we're going to do five curls and 10 push-ups or this day. And then we're going to lift weights that day and cardio that day. You know, it's it, – you don't have to go crazy diving into something that you want to do. You could smart, start out small just to test the waters and see if it's something that you really want or – you know, you can research all the stuff that you can research and be like, okay, I need to do this to get to this. Um, 
And it's all a matter of just staying informed with everything that you're doing in your life. Um, finish one task before you start another. And that's something I feel we all struggle with, especially the parents that I know will be listening here. You start laundry and then you got to go grocery shopping and then you forget about the laundry and you leave the food out on the counter for an hour. Uh, I just growing up with a single with single parents, I I've seen this so many times and you know, we put the stuff away for our mom or dad because they were doing something else or those parents that work crazy hours and okay, I got to bring Sally to karate and I got to bring this one to uh, band practice, you know, whatever it is. It's so hard to keep that schedule and stay consistent with everything because work alone is so stressful and all these employers want us to be so versatile on what we can do and multitask. And for us that are trying to better our lives, finishing one task is incredibly difficult. But if you start training yourself to give yourself multiple times in the day to finish one, uh, to finish a task. Like if you're training somebody and you're working on a report, okay, I'm going to set aside this time for this training. I'm going to start the task and then I'm going to finish it by this time. Um, you know, if you set certain times for yourself to finish certain tasks, uh, you know, of course, ones that can have those schedules. Cause I know some things are impossible to plan on. Um, but if you can find ways to set times for yourself and keep everything in a consistent schedule, I feel like you'll find a lot of peace in your life. Um, another thing that you can do, ask for feedback. I feel this is one of the most important things of, of healing is, hey, I'm getting into this training now and I started doing this, but I don't understand. I did it this way, but it's telling me this way. Am I doing this right? Or you start working out and somebody's telling you you're doing it wrong, but somebody you trust, you ask them, hey, am I doing this right? Feedback is super important. And I know a lot of people take criticism super harshly. So it's, it's all a matter of how you ask for that feedback. If you want somebody to criticize you and give you critique, you know, there's nothing wrong with that as long as you can, as long as you can deal with the truth. Because I know a lot of people don't like the truth. Um, tracking your progress. We kind of already talked about that. Um, if you create lists and schedules for yourself, um, if you create a self reward system and, you know, reward yourself for drinking water for three straight days, you know, Oh, Hey, I'm just going to have this little cup of, uh, of, you know, whatever sugary drink that you like. Um, or I ate healthy for the last month and I'm going to treat myself to a dessert day or whatever it is. Um, the self-reward system is great as long as you don't veer off of the path that you're currently walking on. Cause I know that can be a little tricky because our brains taunt us and be like, Hey, you're doing this right now. And I thought we were doing this other thing. Let's keep doing the thing I like. Um, retraining our brains is probably the most important part of, of doing this. Prepare yourself for a successful day. So positive affirmations. All right, today is going to be a good day. It's going to be a tough day at work because it's end of month. Today is going to be a good day. Um, if you start with every day with one positive affirmation, doesn't matter what it is, 
your brain is going to start believing, hey, maybe it doesn't have to be this way every single time that I go to work. It doesn't have to be a miserable day every single day of work. So start with one positive affirmation. You know, it, it doesn't have to be every single day. It doesn't have to be every single hour. There is this app that my friend Jordan, um, she told me about. It's called I Am. Uh, so that's I-A-M. Um, basically sends you positive affirmations every single day. And it's terrific because when you read it, you read it to yourself and you start believing it. And, you know, those positive affirmations can help retrain your brain. Um, so I also looked up a couple of apps on here that could help you with holding yourself accountable. And these are apps that I found. Um, some of them might not be very helpful because I know some of those apps are just kind of, there's ads in between everything that you do. So I found Stick. So that's S-T-I-C-K-K. Stay focused. Sleep cycle, which I know is something I, I would probably benefit using. Be reminder or be minder, sorry, uh, coach.me, and then the sauna. So again, that's stick with an extra K, stay focused, sleep cycle, be minder, coach.me, and then asana. Um, if you can create ultimate plans for yourself and make yourself more flexible in doing all your daily tasks, guys, highly suggest that you constantly plan everything out. Um, you have your set schedule for yourself. You know, just at the end of the day, seek the positives in your life, whatever it takes. I know in today's day and age, it's super difficult to acknowledge anything positive in our life, but it is out there. And when you start seeking positive media, instead of just scrolling, guys, it, it's, it's out there. It's buried underneath the the rubble of our current world right now. And it's, uh, it's tough. Um, there is also one other piece of March that I don't remember if I mentioned last month or I mean last podcast, but national women's month was March. And since we're closing out March, I don't think I mentioned it on my last podcast. Uh, thank you so much to all the women out there, whether you're a therapist, whether uh, you know, you work with science, whether you're a teacher, whatever it is you guys are in. Um, obviously, everything is possible because you gave us life. And there are so many women that contribute so many positive things in my life, especially. Um, thank you guys so much for being all that you are. Um, I'm going to close out today's podcast with our quote of the week. So this one is from Jenny Lawson. Uh, slight trigger warning because there is mentions of suicide in here, but it's nothing too heavy. And this one is from Jenny Lawson, as I mentioned before. Having a talk with your kids about sex doesn't make them have sex. Having a talk about llamas doesn't make them llamas. Having a talk with your kids about suicide won't make them suicidal. Having a talk with your kids about mental illness doesn't give them mental illness. It does, however. Give them tools to help recognize things that might otherwise confuse or terrify them. It may help them to recognize things in themselves or in their friends, and that can save a life. Ah, that one, powerful, guys. Super powerful. Um, constantly give that knowledge to your kids. Whatever, 
whatever you learn in the mental health field are just important lessons in your life, guys. I wasn't given very much growing up. I, I, to be honest with you, couldn't tell you one important lesson besides not treat your family like garbage. Um, And I just, so important to make sure that we're making the best possible world that we can for our future generations, for future kids, future families, you know, whatever it is. I know how I'm going to treat my family when I have a family and I know what lessons I want to teach them and so on and so forth. Um, Be a better you for everybody, for yourself, for your family, for your parents, if they're still around. And, you know, if they're not, I'm sure they're very proud of the person that you are. And I just want to let you guys know that I'm proud of every single one of you. Thank you so much for listening every every two weeks that I release a podcast. Our next podcast will feature a special guest from NAMI. She is a crisis intervention counselor. Very excited to introduce her on my next podcast. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this podcast is available on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please leave a review, uh, comments if you have any. Appreciate your support. Be well, be raw, be real, and always, always, always be gentle with yourself. Take care, guys.